Welcome to Security with Spirits, an Oak Barrel Security Podcast. I'm Jason. This is Ben. Jonathan. And Tony. We'll tell you what to drink while we tell you why we drink. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Just want to wish everybody a very happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Happy 4th. Happy 4th of July. Tonight, I have a Macallan 15 in front of me. It's just on ice, nothing fancy, but that's what I'm drinking. Ben, what you drinking? So I have reached a point where finding the remaining classic malts has become a little bit more difficult. I anticipated this, and I prepared some homemade limoncello inspired by one of our past episodes' cocktails, Life Gives You Lemons. Yes. Nice. The oak barrel, when life hands you lemons, you know, limoncello is something I wanted to try. And I made it, and it is delicious, and it makes a lot. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> I'll have a, have a lot of it to drink over the next few weeks. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a good summer drink, anyways, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's excellent. Jonathan, what are you drinking? Uh, I've got a glass of Tullamore Dew on the rocks. I'm on my second or third glass. It's just very smooth. So, Tony, what do you got for us tonight? Our signature cocktail for this episode is the Oak Barrel Smoke Show. I've really been enjoying the the formula of rum plus herb plus citrus. So this time I'm using rosemary and grapefruit. But the real trick to this cocktail is the smoke show technique, which involves torching rosemary in a grapefruit grenade. Uh, see it in action on our site, oakbarrelsecurity.com, and on our Instagram page. And if you've got a fancy cocktail technique you can try, uh, tell us about it. Leave us a voicemail at 234-201-0707. Awesome. You had it grapefruit grenades. (laughs) 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 Well, fellas, I've got a confession. I am not drinking McAllen. I it is it has been a long night at work and I just got finished making dinner and I had a Miller Lite with dinner, so I'm drinking a Miller Lite. So I hope you can forgive me for lying, but that leads into this episode. So we're going to talk about lying on resumes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it was, I got a Zima. I found it in the back of the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Are they making those again? I heard that they're making Zimas again. It came back for a while and kind of, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a, like the, oh, what are the, the seltzer waters and stuff, but you know, it had a a nice healthy dose of sugar in there. So (laughs) like really good and hungover. (laughs) But you know, to add to it, we, we would put a Jolly Rancher and let it melt inside. Did you all do that? I am so glad you said that. Yes, we were a big fan of dropping candy and the uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because it wasn't and that with vodka, vodka. But I never <laughs> did that with Zima. Anyways, on to the uh, <laughs> so <laughs> as we uh, go down the nostalgic road of uh, alcoholism. <laughs> so, line on resume. I heard it. Uh, actually, I heard it in another podcast. They they like just like, skimmed over it a couple seconds maybe, and then it's proof that my phone's listening to me because all of a sudden, you know, I, I had all sorts of stuff about 
other people in the cybersecurity industry line on the resume. And I was like, we should, we should really cover this because if this is a, this is a thing, like, how do you get, um, I I guess first we kind of got to define what line is on a resume. So if somebody embellishes, embellishes a little bit, I don't consider that line, but like, what would be a, like, like Jonathan, what would be like a lie on a resume? What's an example? Hmm. So uh, I guess the one that kind of comes to mind uh, is just blatantly lying about technical skills. You know, knowing that you put down, we'll say a particular program language and you've never laid eyes on it. To hmm. me, that would kind of be a lie especially if somebody's looking for somebody that can program in that particular language. Yeah. Ben? To add on to that, if you were not only lying about that you knew something, but you had no coding experience at all, skills that we talk about can be backed up with, with verifiable evidence. I think at a point, like if you were trained in language, say C++ and basic and Maybe you've written some queries and something else. I feel like learning another coding language, why not just say, I have coding background and I can, I'm quick to pick up new languages. Why would you have to say, I, oh yeah, I know that language. I've written a ton of, of items in that. That's, that level of dishonesty is, is very telling, I think. Mm. So a lie is anything you can't, bluff your way out of <laughs> bluff your way out of <laughs> that's a right like i, I can put like it, yeah. <laughs> some uh I, I can put that i have scripting skills on my resume whatever which is mostly true because like if i google i can you know put together some scripts whatever i couldn't show up at a at an interview and write a python script you know by hand with no swordfish style Right. Ah, oh, that's distracting. Anyways. <laughs> but I, mean, but... I could still put that on a resume. Like, I could... If, if you expected me to do it and I showed up on the job, I could still do it. I would just need a little help. A little Googling. Which is pretty fair for anything we do at IT. Well, you know, but... engineers have engineering manuals that have a lot of this stuff that, like, the equation and things like that that they need. It's like... You... If they expect you to be memorizing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't expect anybody to have, like, a big fountain of knowledge. I mean, my my general practitioner doctor, like, he'll occasionally be like, uh, let me Google this. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I don't. I got some weird stuff going on. So, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Again, with the lies! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I... I, I and. That, that was put very well. I think if you don't have if you don't have a foundation of knowledge to at least back up and at least talk somewhat intelligently about it, that's you're, you're entering lying territory. Yeah, like I would say that, that, that I think it's uh, a pretty good example of like if they asked you, have you ever say implemented a disaster recovery plan? And if one of your previous jobs, you thought about, hey, what happens if this breaks? Well, we need to have a backup. And you implemented a backup. And you said, okay, we do regular backups. And if this breaks, then I do this. Well, that's a disaster recovery plan. Now, if they yeah. want to, if they get granular with it and they start asking about specific, like, what was your, 
How did you figure out your RPO and RTO and 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 all that? Well, then you'd have to have that knowledge base to be able to back it up to say, well, you know, it's one server, so my RTO is this, and if if that makes sense, like you have to have that background, right? And I think there are some examples online of of people going way beyond and people putting like they're falsifying certifications or even degrees, or they're saying that they have work experience that they never had, or maybe the place doesn't exist or, you know, it like there are some pretty extreme examples. And this is, this is a, I know it's, it's rough in every position, but we're talking about cybersecurity professionals here. And this is somebody that, that you need to have some trust in. So it would be really difficult for me. Like, let's, Let's say that they got past the the interview. They're they're really good at interviewing. Who knows? They they got past HR. They got past the interview process, and they got on the team. And then you start to find out maybe they don't have this degree, certification, experience, whatever. What would you do? Like what what's what's your approach there? Oh yeah, that's tough. Uh, ideally, you would find that out hopefully within whatever introductory period you have i mean you would think that hr has vetted the stuff but i i have had Come cases on. Where, <laughs> <laughs> but i i've had i've had cases where people are like oh yeah i've, I've actually I've, I've absolutely got the cissp or you know whatever certification cism cisa whatever and then you get to talking about it and you know maybe maybe you find out they're like oh maybe maybe you don't that's i mean is hr contacting universities to get like transcripts and stuff to verify what was most of the places i've interviewed yeah they do they really okay yep yeah yeah there's a there's a clearing houses they can subscribe that can pull all that information i would say that i do i do think there's a lot of policies or hiring policies where it will state anything that you falsified on this is a reason for dismissal. Yeah. All right. You know, for a change, I got to play the contrarian on this in part because down my family tree, I've got someone who pretty much lied their way into a job because this was, this was a time when you had to have a, a minimum a high school diploma. She didn't, but lied and got the job and basically changed generations of my family by doing so so i have a different perspective on this like also you all into criminals or? yes <laughs> <laughs> so you know maybe some of those hiring requirements are are due to be reconsidered also if somebody can lie on their resume and get the job and perform more power to them. I mean, that's just good for social engineering, isn't it? Yeah, true. Yeah. But I mean, trust is a, a big part of it. I guess I guess you have those 90 days to really chip away at them and see what you're, like what kind of trust you can establish with them. And that that's true of any hire, right? Whether right. they write on their resume or not, you don't know until they're in the role anyway. True. And that brings up a point too, like I'm probably every one of us has family that might have lied about their age to join the armed services yeah and some of these ceilings to people is kind of uh you got to reevaluate that like let's say you have saying that you have to have a high school diploma was a big thing and so they came out with this 
GED program. <laughs> and now it's like high school diploma or a GED equivalent or equivalent or whatever, right? Yeah. And so all they're measuring by that high school diploma is that, okay, you've had basic school. They don't care if you graduated with all C's, mm-hmm. right? Whatever it's it's a, it was just a matter of hoping for a certain level of aptitude. So, in a sense, if you could read, write, and and do basic math, that should be what's on the <laughs> on the uh, on the hiring requirements, not necessarily that requirement. And that's something that when it comes into these ideas, like. You have to have a bachelor's degree. It's like they don't care if you have a bachelor's degree and I don't know something not in the field. I'll just say, <laughs> right? It, yeah. They just want you to have that degree because they're just looking for a certain aptitude. Yeah, and that's a good point too. I mean, some of the HR requirements are just so outrageous, like entry level jobs that require ten years of experience in a CISSP to to start for you know fifty thousand dollars a year pay. <laughs> are, are is that is that why we're seeing this are there people like are are you willing to take uh take that risk i guess if there's if, i don't know if you find somebody who's really motivated and dedicated to 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 doing the job but then on the other hand if there were two you know cybersecurity professional positions open and one of the requirements was a whatever um, I, I keep going with CISSP, so I'm going to go with that one. One of the requirements was CISSP. We both got in the job. Come to find out the other guy doesn't have it. Come to find out the other person has a, or did not have that CISSP. I, I feel a little cheated. Yeah, and on the flip side of that. The other if, person, they feel great because they're like, ha I didn't get it. <laughs> Chump. <laughs> if, if, you, if you have 10 years experience in a CISSP, Stop taking entry level fifty thousand dollar a year job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are worth a, more than that. <laughs> that is a big red flag for a. Uh, yeah. Maybe they'll lower their requirements when people stop taking the, <laughs> <laughs> <taking> the peanuts. <laughs> yeah, I will say like something like a like about a degree or certification should definitely be, you know, a fireable offense or whatever because that's provable, right? Yeah. You can verify that someone was paid by a particular employer at a particular time. That is all that that verifies. Yeah. It's like, I am fine if someone works at a, had worked at a place, so they put in a few years, and they, they were part of a team that implemented a new software suite. And they put, I was critical in implementing, I'm fine with that. That's like resume sure. polished. Yeah. That is like... Yeah, that's that's the that's how you sell yourself. You know, it's like I was lead on this project, even though you may not have been designated a lead. It may just been the person that everyone went to, which you're lead by. (laughs) It was a field commission to a lead at that point. (laughs) And so that's just fluff. Yeah, right. Right. Like marketing. You should. yeah. Yeah, you should be willing to polish your skills and sell them especially if you are confident in what you did with those that time and did with those skills but let's not let's not get to the blatant dishonesty no there's no shortcuts yeah 
even though they seem really easy and that you might be able to get away with them. But I, I've got thinking about what if there's legal consequences that you're misrepresenting qualifications or experiences that you're claiming that you have. I do know there is if you apply for a state or a federal job. But uh, a big part of that is because all those things are paid for with tax dollars and they have to be accountable for that. But yeah. So if you're going to scam anybody, scam the little guys. <laughs> scam private sector. That's right. <laughs> little mom and pops, they can't afford to pay for attorneys, let alone background checks. Poof. So all Ben's saying is tell your resume to highlight your strengths and your accomplishments accurately. You know, that, uh, that means that's going to show that you're a legitimate person, especially if you're working in the security field. Yeah, you don't you don't want to distort your uh, reputation right from the get go, because people find out and have ways of communicating if you go from company to company trying to do that. So, what about real life examples? Have any of you been involved where you got this amazing resume, everything's great on paper, and then somebody shows up for the interview and it's just a flop? Like they clearly. <laughs> oh yeah, like. I, I've seen that. I've, I've quite a bit. There's, it's it's obvious that uh, they just hired somebody on Fiverr or something like that to to fluff up their resume, and they had no real knowledge of what they did or or anything. So they just made it sound as awesome as possible, and the the person submitting it may not have read it, but I certainly read it. And then whenever you bring them in and you start asking them these things, they're like, well, "I did what?" Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've had a few of those examples where it, it's, uh, yeah, it's just straight up lying. Those are awkward I'm, interviews, too. And I'm not afraid yeah, to just yeah. be like, we're done. I'm just shutting it down now. And I had a, an interesting experience. I've been on teams for panel interviews and things like that and reviewed resumes and such. And I had one resume that was really good. And the interview went really well. The person was not that good. And I've had another one where the resume seemed a little shady. They kind of glossed over <laughs> a, a, a gap in, in employment and, and such. They interviewed pretty well, but they turned out to be amazing. <laughs> and that that's something that we were like, huh, that's a weird gap in employment. It's not like they lied about, oh, yeah, I worked all this time. They just left it off the resume. They just, oh, here's my job, and here's the next job. And if you didn't look at the dates, you wouldn't realize it. But that's one of those things where it's like, is that dishonesty? I would say, well, not necessarily, because it was on there. And just because we didn't address it, it's really on us, right? Yeah. So they just maybe- didn't... They put a gap in the resume just because they, it's like, instead of saying from, you know, 2013 to 2015, I was unemployed. They just put the dates like 2013 into the job, 2015, start a new job at whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. And I'll say myself, I don't put my work history at Taco Bell and McDonald's and Walmart. (laughs) I don't put that on my resume. (laughs) I think I put my Walmart experience before I got my first IT job, and that's the last time that was ever on my resume. <laughs> so, 
So what'd you do at Walmart? Cybersecurity. <laughs> yeah. I was 18 years old. <laughs> Ocular pat downs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I could say like I have a a gap of non-IT work in my resume or in my job history, and I've kind of got it from hiring managers both ways. Like one job, they said that they almost didn't hire me because I had just done the chronological job listing. So there was all these non-IT jobs listed. So, you know, that could hurt. Or, you know, I don't list those jobs and I have this chronological gap. I've tried, you know, listing those jobs separately. Later on, it doesn't look great. You know, it maybe it's time to rethink the whole hiring process with resumes. <laughs> you know, we're, we're not... It's all fed into a system anyways, right? Yeah, that's the thing too. Is like I, I view my resume. I look for my professional experience, and I, I'm professionally an IT person, right? So I don't yeah. like if I do have a job doing something that's non-IT related. I don't necessarily think I need to put that directly on the. Right. I'm trying to sell my skills in the area that they that the hire is looking for. I'm not trying to sell every little. S- detail and skill that I have that's for them to find out later (laughs) (laughs) alright well it's confession time have you guys ever lied on your resume I personally have trouble I have trouble lying anyway (laughs) (laughs) I'm a a factual person it's tricky for me and I just I couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't lie or make something up on a resume. I've done polishing. <laughs> like I described, to put anything on there that I just could not absolutely back up, I just couldn't do it. I so <laughs> I remember one time you were you were going for a job and man, this was this was a long time ago and you you called me up and you're like, "Hey, I'm I'm going for I was like, "Oh, congrats, man." It's like yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm putting this on my resume. And it was, I forgot what it was. It was some project that we worked together on. And you were like, you said, uh, yeah, I'm going to put that I'm like the, I was a, I was an integral part of the deployment of this. And I was like, okay. You're like, are you okay with that? And I was like, why, yeah, why are you asking me? Yes, you were an integral part. Like, you were very much like a key player there. And you're like, well, I just don't want to, because I know you were running the project, and I was like, I mean, I led meetings, but <laughs> I was like, yes, absolutely. So yeah, you, yes, I can vouch for you. You are a very honest person. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, there's always going to be some like, I, I've never, I, I don't think I've ever, I you know, I'd have to go through all my resumes but i i don't think i've ever lied in a resume just because i don't want to be caught in a lie like that is the worst feeling ever to me but making yourself marketing yourself i mean that's part of it so you can you know you can make yourself sound good on a resume but just yeah just don't lie yeah i mean i'll even go as far as like okay so i know there was one job that i was applying for and I was going for some some certification, and I forgot what it was. And I'm like, I am so close. And I'm pretty sure once I get the interview, I'm going to have that certification. 
and I almost turned my resume in and I was like, nope, nope. And I, I rewrote it real quick. I was like, currently working on this certification, plan to have it, you know, Q4 of, you know, 20, 2008 or something like that. I don't know. So I think that's okay too. I think that that's, if I saw that resume come through my desk and I was like, oh, well, they're working on that actively. That's, that's cool. You know, they don't have it, but at least they were honest. They're like, I'm working on it. Yeah. I don't expect them to have it. I don't expect now if it was a job requirement, if it was like, we have to have the CISSP. They said, I'm planning on getting my CISSP in, you know, a year and a half. I'm like, well, we kind of need it now. So I don't know about that one. That one's a little bit of a risk, but, uh, but no, yeah, if it was like, something that was, you know, if it was, if there wasn't a requirement, they said they're currently working on it. Heck yeah, put that on your resume as currently working on it. And I think that shows your honesty and that, you know, you're trying to improve your knowledge. Yeah. You know, there's two sides to that and they're both great. I was going to say I've, I've not lied on my resume, but I've... I can think back to maybe like a couple of things that were, you know, just far reaching. It's just, you're trying to really polish it. <laughs> I did invent the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a lesson early on in, in, in this because when I graduated, I was working with a consulting firm trying to get some contract work and uh, you know how they are. Uh, they're just trying to make their commission. So I, I, I guess I had mentioned that like I use Linux oh. passing. <laughs> <laughs> and so they sent me on an interview and I sat down and you know they started talking about the I, it turns out it was basically a Unix uh, senior administrator position. Oh. And they had they <laughs> the consulting firm had lied on my behalf. Which was pretty awkward, and uh, you know, I was just starting out, so I hadn't done a lot of interviews to begin with, and I didn't know that I could just like say I'm sorry and walk out. So I (laughs) sat through that whole interview, flop sweating the whole time. Uh, (laughs) So from that point on, yeah, no lying on the resumes, no even you know, flubbing a little bit. sure i can back up anything or like i said at least bluff my way through did they ask you how to how to use grip (laughs) (laughs) he's not gonna grip his way out of this one (laughs) (laughs) man like yeah i can't imagine like yeah i used it as a hobbyist you know i can't imagine trying to say you're an administrator (laughs) i think it's time to ps kill this interview (laughs) 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 all right fellas let's go to denny's (laughs) all right well that is going to be it for our episode thank you for joining us and if anybody wants to fess up to any lies that they put on the resume head over to uh oakbarrelsecurity.com or give us a call I can never remember the number 234-201-0707 thank you Tony from Oak Barrel Security and Security with Spirits I'm Jason this has been Jonathan and Tony see y'all next time
Or will we? <laughs> Fire them from a cannon into the sun. <laughs> <laughs>